0: happy saturday lurkers what do you think about the live action one piece our initial starfield review and what is hopefully the last indiana jones
1: (laughs) count me out i'm still stuck at burning man so let's lurk Yeah, who would have thought climate change is real? Rain's in the desert. Who (laughs) knew? I mean, not the elitists that are over at Burning Man. Not like, we talk about shows and movies and games on this Saturday episode. And that's just like, doing that is not something that I would want to do. The orgy part?
0: Yeah, man. Younger me definitely wanted to go see all the naked people. (laughs) But now it's just like logistics, like, oh, so dusty. And you saw the rain. And like, unless you have some sort of like camper and you're glamping out in burning man, like, yeah, this doesn't seem worth it. You don't
1: get to sleep in your own bed. All of that sounds awful. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a video of Chris Rock.
0: Chris Rock. You know how much money he's got in the back of a pickup truck being driven out of burning man during with Diplo mudstorms. Oh, yeah. Is that who was with them? Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's wild. And speaking of wild, one of the biggest, most anticipated shows of all time hit Netflix this past week. No, it is not the next season of Stranger Things. Because (laughs) we're going to be waiting on that one, folks, for a while. Yep. It is the One Piece live action remake. Willie, did you watch the Cowboy Bebop or Death Note Netflix remix, quote unquote? No, but
1: I, I like Crunchyroll is the place for anime. Mm-hmm. Like It is the ultimate place. Notice that I didn't say penultimate. I saw a TikTok this week that was like, were you like me? And you said penultimate thinking he was the, and I felt included. Anyways, <laughs> you were seen. Yeah just validated, but it feels like Netflix is the place where those animes go to become real.
0: Yeah. And, and they were smart and they bought up a whole bunch of properties to make them into live action and hopefully make a lot of money off of them. Up until this point, they've probably made $0 cause all of them were canceled. <laughs> tracks, it tracks. I watched the first episode of that cowboy bebop and boo, it was rough because they focused on the wrong thing Mm -hmm. but not this show No, no 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 i'm gonna tell you right now when this first was announced everybody's thought was number one why oh why would they do this to my beloved one piece show and number two how can they think completely like pull this off accurately because so much stuff happens in that show Without a lot of CG, isn't going to translate at all very well. Who knows? Yeah, I can tell you right now, this is an eight hour show slash series, folks. Okay, Luffy, who is the main character of One Piece, uses his powers five times for maybe a total of 10 seconds of those eight hours. So what they did is they didn't focus on all the cool effects and powers to make the show good no they did what they should have done and they focused on the human connection and the stories and how the crew relates and gets together yes there are cool special effects yes there's a bunch of characters that you know and love and Everything will kind of come together in a different way. It's not shot for shot. If you're looking for a good time and you're a fan of One Piece,
1: you got to check out the Netflix show. I do want to point out because I I started watching it. I haven't had a chance to really like <clears throat> dive in yet. But here's what critics are saying. Rotten Tomatoes has it at an 83 right now. Incredible. It, it the the audience score is a 96. Even better. And So they have, they have two different categories on Rotten Tomatoes website, most popular TV and certified fresh. One piece is certified fresh. It is it's number one right now. The bear (laughs) is a 99%, but one piece right now is their like top list. Number one, certified fresh as well as their most popular TV. That's incredible. Do you know how hard it is for an, Anime
0: that's been translated into a live action to actually gather people's attention, or and, and not like get shit on. I 24/7. know it's difficult, and they did the right thing. They they partnered with Oda. They made it so that it was genuine, and you can feel the heart in the show. It's not just some
1: cash grab. It's it's actually an attention grab. I'm going to watch it this week. I will give you my hot take next week on all eight hours. Yeah, you've you've got my
0: stamp seal, whatever you want of approval for this. Even if you're a fan of the original thing and you're thinking to yourself, my name's Joel, why does this exist? You can find something that's enjoyable about this. <laughs> I just saw that effing fly again. What is happening, man? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. I can't see anything. Liar. It didn't land on your head, but it was there. Oh, he's right. Swear to God. Nope, that's a dot on my screen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going insane. I'm I'm going nuts. (laughs) Speaking of things that you can go absolutely nuts for, let's talk about Starfield. Last week we said this game comes out in early September. And there we are. I uploaded the show on Saturday and then I talked to Ethan and he goes, "You can play it right now." <laughs> and I was like, "How?" And he goes, "Just go buy it." <laughs> so I put 6 hours into this game. And the the reviews are everywhere, the the quick takes on like what to do to get started the the depth of this game is massive so let me try to break it down for you Scott okay and then I want to give you my review you are thrust into this like futuristic world where the earth has kind of adapted and humans needed to expand into the universe all right you can go and explore these planets and your character gets to pick specific traits that are innate to them at the beginning. Like, do they like to cook? Do they like to build things? Maybe they're like a homebody. In my case, I chose a character that is uh, shady and likes to steal things. Just like real life. What? (laughs) You you weren't supposed to talk. (laughs) (laughs) That was my Tim Robinson impression. So, you, like, you have all of these things to get started, and then your character is thrust into this, like, organization searching out a mystery in the universe. There's a lot of thrusting going on in this game. Just so much thrusting. <laughs> the depth of this game. You have planets that you can explore, people that you can talk to, quests and side quests, um, loot. There's uh at like if you played Skyrim or any Bethesda game, you know that you, you can loot everything. So you have this scanner. I saw the fucking fly again. You have this scanner and you turn it on and the first thing you see if you're overwhelmed by like too much in a game <laughs> is a million and a half little things that you can pick up. You can pick up a cup, you can pick up a bag of Cheetos, you can pick up a tray to hold food. Yes, I've been seeing people, like, hoarding stuff in their ships. Like, they just have a room, and it's all junk. Yeah, but it's there. You can do it. And so, you can build your ship. You can build outposts. You can build a base. You have, like, you can automate storage. Those people that, like, love Minecraft and love getting into Redstone and building automation, the game's got it. What? What? Yep. You can automate how it go. Like, if you go to a planet that has a resource you need, like iron, uh-huh. you can set up an outpost there and set up the tools and engine, storage units, things to be able to mine, and it can just automatically get the resources and automatically put it into your, uh, to your storage unit there. So you can mine and craft in this game. Starfield, brought to you by <laughs> Mojang. You can also... Customize your suit, your weapons, your gear, the level of detail in this game is insane. Yet my review echoes something similar to what a lot of people have said, which is the allure of this game is what you said last episode land on a planet. You can walk in 45 minutes in any direction. Yeah. And that's not the case. Oh, so let's say, Scott, I land on a planet, or let's say I land on the moon. Okay, I can land at a base that's already predetermined to say, like, here's a base. You're going to connect with people, and then I can walk. And then as I walk, maybe I see a crater off in the distance, and say, "Okay, I'm going to pull up my map. I'm going to put a a destination point there." So I I hit the I hit the barrier. I'm going to put a destination point there and then i'm gonna fast travel to it okay it is a brand new instance of the moon right there and so uh. the way the game has been described is an open world facade because everywhere you land is a unique predetermined sky procedurally box. generated yeah skybox it's just a dome right there and there's no interconnection across this planet. And and is this a problem for you? It kind of says like you're gonna move from bubble to bubble and not actually move in space in the same way. Like hmm. I can't take off from a planet and actually fly into space. I can never like get to Jupiter and then fly down myself and land. No, it's all cutscenes, right? But a cutscene will get me there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's such a bad thing. for For the first six hours, I'm I'm not really upset with it, but I do think for those people that have maybe like binged the game for the last four or five days a week since this episode comes out, they might get annoyed with it because it's the same kind of like fast travel here, fast travel here. I guess it's the content, like I,
0: I, I the traveling. I, we're so used to cutscenes, especially in. Bethesda games, you know, you get these nice little uh, lore pieces while you're traveling from point A to point B. So I'm fine with that. <clears throat> it's it's kind of what you do outside of the cutscenes, mm-hmm. you know, in the gameplay. Like, is is that been fulfilling? I've heard that number one, you're really squishy in space if you're trying to like dogfight pirates and stuff right away, and number two, I've heard that it's like everything is super expensive, and you need to gather a ton of credits if you want to build your ship. I really want to like start diving into that. That's the mm-hmm. thing I'm most excited for making my ship, making it look like a Star Wars or a Star Trek ship, <laughs> you know, something just to make it my own. And then everything else is kind of going to be like, okay, I have to do this to fuel my insatiable need <laughs> to
1: change my sp- my spaceship. I want a spaceship. I mean, this is like that aspect of the game is something I wish Destiny had. Like, to my core, if I could build that ship that I lived in. The fact that they gave
0: us ships as a choice and, like, we could get new ships and different types of ships, but then they never let us do anything with them is one of my biggest complaints about Destiny. Dude,
1: imagine if that was your vault. You go to orbit and you can walk around your ship and you see all of your weapons. And it like cycles through them you know all the helmets all the gear that you got you know just on uh, like a solo room oh god and this game does all of that and so like i i'm torn because like i think some of the like initial negative reviews are starting to pull me down and that I'm, sounds I'm, right. I'm kind of accepting it because like the game is overwhelming there's so much to do and so once i think sink my teeth into it a little bit more i think it's going to be a game that like is going to be a ton of fun
0: that's why i only read like a couple initial reviews especially from the big people ign and the verge and whatnot apparently forbes and forbes forbes the 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 biggest video game in publication history yep because i i want to kind of go in with fresh eyes i know bethesda i know i like their stuff This is a a whole new Mm -hmm. world for them, the whole new type of environment. And yeah, maybe I won't like it because I, every time I try to go someplace further than a mile, I have to do this weird cutscene. But if I'm able to build a base and I'm able to recruit people and then do all this automated mining and stuff and set up this network of planets and do all these story missions, do all these side missions, and then become like this really big buff spaceship pirate overlord who can go and do dog fights in space and like attack other ships and climb on the ship and go in and raid and stuff it just sounds amazing it's
1: one step further than that i heard this review that said oh there's something that you can unlock in your skill tree where you can target certain parts of a ship during a dogfight fight to attack just that so you can attack an engine and get it to stop and then you can get close to it and board it, and yes. Kill all the people, but then yes. that's not it. You can take the ship. It's yes. your ship. Can you track you can your
0: it. other ship? You, have you can ships? have a fleet of ships.
1: You can <laughs> have as many as you want. That's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> that's all I want. You can... So somebody, somebody uh, goes, hey, maybe the ideal way to play this game is to build a giant armada. Armada in space and have another <laughs> ship that you leave to land and you come back with your resources. That's the goal. Space Pirate King. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got to talk about something that maybe hasn't aged so well. <laughs> I don't know. Harrison Ford's a good looking dude. But in this movie, is that
0: a good look for him? Is that is that what we would say? Good luck.
1: The tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes has it at a, a sixty nine. Nice. The audience score is an eighty-eight. Oh, and so I I think I land much closer to the to the critics review. You would. <laughs> nice. And and here's why. Your like our parents growing up, um, they would go and watch Indiana Jones and maybe like our dads would idolize Indy. Like he's just rugged, charming. Remember that girl says, uh, like she blinks her eyes. Yeah. Love you on it. And so like you had the, the, the charm and the love of all these young girls, any man in the fifties, that's, that was their jam. Like, Oh yeah. So you grew up, Wanting
0: to be Indiana Jones. Men wanted to be him. Women wanted to be with him.
1: Icon. So what do you do when those same people that idolize you are the same age as you, as you take on the role again, and you have a 70-year-old man who's doing things that any other 70-year-old man would break a hip I've I've seen like the problem is is like I can just look at C-SPAN and see right. how like rough you should be, and then over here you're climbing a mountain, you're rock climbing in uh, loafers and a leather jacket, <laughs> and so like I think it's it's a it's a really great send off for indie. This is where okay. I give it a few marks. It. It tells a great story, but there's a point in the film where something happens and he... that's where it should have ended. Oh, this, okay. this like big moment happens and then the movie decides it wants to take a different direction. And I was so disappointed. So like Oppenheimer. <laughs> The movie should have ended
0: at two hours and not gone in the direction it did for the last hour. And you know why?
1: Because you didn't like the movie 12 Angry Men?
0: <laughs> All I'm saying is that it still hasn't passed a billion dollars. Barbie's at 1.36. Should have made it shorter, Chris. Should have made it way fucking shorter. <laughs> I mean, I mean that Patriot movie cheated. You could have cheated. <laughs> I think... As somebody who will watch Indiana Jones once it comes to streaming for free. It'll probably be on Paramount+. Plus. I have a problem with this movie not having anything to do with the story whatsoever. Just the idea. You were talking about... We look at C-SPAN and we see all these octogenarians who are somehow in charge of the country. I look at this movie and I see somebody who just doesn't want to retire doesn't want to give up their job to the the younger person behind them because they don't think they can do it well. It's, it's just another Americanized non-retirement story. And it's like, get out of the way. <laughs> just stop climbing mountains and looking for Nazis. Other people can do that and they can do it better. It's a or movie
1: that <clears throat> I don't think is worth watching.
0: Oh, well, I mean, if we talk about the previous iteration, nobody needed to see that. Just no. like the fridge, they should have nuked the franchise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's the, 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 movie, the movie starts and the fridge opens and it's just a dead body. <laughs> yeah. And then it just transitions to like a totally different character. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pick another That's what state. They need to do. Call them Jones. Like, let's make this. A uh, historical James Bond kind of twist. You know, instead of Indiana Jones, now we have Montana Jones.
1: Do you think uh, – I'm looking for a silver lining here a little bit. We're still having writers strike and uh, Screen Actors Guild strikes uh, in Hollywood. If I'm a writer, I'm thinking to myself, I'm not pushed to this timeline of pumping out films, making money grabs. And mm-hmm. so maybe I can invest in that story that I've always been thinking about, and so I can invest in something that isn't episode five, six, seven, nine, Fast and the Furious, yeah, Tokyo, dick, and then I can do something original. And so, like, do you think that Hollywood is going to come out with movies that are actually good? I think they're literally sitting
0: on a pile of amazing scripts. And they're like, these are good, this is good, but we'd have to take risks. We'd actually have to put our jobs on the line or we'd have to stick our neck out for somebody that we're not really fully sold on because of who knows what kind of prejudice or bias. And they're like, or I could just grab another chapter off the shelf, you know, cause we paid some poor schlup to just iterate everything that's made money and it just happens to be my nephew (laughs) who's coming up (laughs) with these ideas um so yeah they just lean on the nepotism (laughs) they keep things going and everybody's getting pissed we're all uh you know like i don't even care that the stars of breaking bad see zero residuals are you serious That's a real thing because I know if, unless this strike was to happen right now, like status quo would continue. Mm. Mm -hmm. If nothing had changed, if the strike had never happened, what would we be expecting? Some iterative story that we've heard before. Something regurgitated that has been done in the past. Like they redid Jumanji. Before they came out with something like Oppenheimer.
1: <laughs> yeah. You, uh, I, I saw a TikTok today that was like, hey, if you want to watch The Walking Dead in chronological order, go to this season and then go to this show and then watch this web series and then watch this series. And th-, and I'm like, who cared ever about <laughs> yeah. this many versions of The Walking Dead? There, In my mind, there were five seasons and then it should have been done. It was a good graphic novel
0: too sure i was really in it into it but you're right like after the main story why and then there's so many other shows where characters don't get spun off where you think like that would be an amazing story to follow i
1: don't know hollywood's broken
0: the only thing
1: we've known this for years that i wish we had south park asked for it way back in the day is backdoor sluts (laughs) nine
0: They stopped at eight. Why? Probably Why? because it's a round Why?
1: number. Yeah. Well, don't call me nuts. That's our show, you lovely lurkers. Thank you so much for hanging out with this. Hanging out with us this weekend. Please rate and review wherever you lurk.
0: We appreciate you and your love. So remember to be kind to one another. And Scott and Willie will see you next week.